I swear, if I was 14 years old and had a limitless porn, you'd never, I'd never leave the room. I, I'd never leave the house. I'd never go to school. <laughs> Welcome to the show, formerly known as the JMO Patrol Podcast. Tonight, I am super excited to announce our new name. It's the Best Friends Fancast. Woo-hoo. Yay! <laughs> uh, we are still an ARIYMBF fancast where we talk about anything and everything else in Rosen. Um, on this episode, we will talk about the Monday, April 25th show with Tiffany Haddish and the Thursday, April 28th show Layoffs, Takeoffs, and Greg's Greatest Poop Story. But first, I would like to introduce you to two of my favorite best friends, Ultra fan Rafael Castaneda. Hey Rafi. Hey guys. <laughs> Welcome. Thanks for having me. And cartoonist to the stars, Ray Morgan. Hey Ray. <laughs> oh cry. No, that's Jason Dix. I'm I'm just a peon. <laughs> but thank you. Thank you for having me. Oh, I'm so glad you guys are here. Two fan cast veterans on this special re-re-inaugural show. I don't know. It's kind of exciting. The name has changed. I hope it doesn't mess with anybody's system of listening, but try to make it that, seamless. That logo looks like shit, by the way. You got <laughs> to get someone to change that. Uh, yeah, before we get started, let's 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 uh, have a round of applause for uh, Ray Morgan. Oh please, the awesome logo. Super- oh yeah, uh, yeah, you know, uh, Lisa came uh, approached me. Hey, are you interested in doing a logo? I was like, um, yeah, sure, sure. You got any ideas? Okay, yeah, I, I want pink hearts and green and all this like, <laughs> stuff. And I'm like, um, maybe I'm not the right guy for this. I want letters that bleed and and skulls and. Uh, but you know, in the end, she's probably right. <laughs> but uh, I'm I'm glad you like it, um, and uh, hope it uh, hope it works for you. I love it. I I cannot tell you how much I appreciate it. I know you put so many hours into it, and my I don't know if I wore this font or that font, and like <laughs> my girliness definitely came out during yeah. that process. Well, you owe me a drink. Okay. And and merchandising rights. <laughs> okay, you'll get the first shirt, <laughs> the only shirt. <laughs> Deal. Oh my gosh. All right. So let's uh let's do some all things Allison. All things Allison. All things Allison Rosinian. All right. First, let's talk about the Monday, April 25th episode with Tiffany Haddish. Ray, why don't you start off there? I, I liked this guest a lot. And uh, wow. I mean, what what a story. What a hard story. Can you, I, you know, we last time I was here, we talked about, you know, alternate realities I couldn't imagine. Well, being eight years old and having to take care of your brain damaged mother and your four younger siblings is something I can't even imagine. Uh, when I was eight years old, I was very much a child. I couldn't think about what she's been through, and uh, and 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 she comes out the other side. You know, her toes are tapping. It's like wow, wow. Yeah, it's it's super crazy at eight years old going through all of that and having. It's funny how much I related to her, but then yet again, I totally didn't because. I definitely had to take care of my mom when I was younger, but she didn't have her brain injury until I was 15. And that was totally weird becoming kind of the one in charge. (laughs) But that's kind of how I failed (laughs) because I let in all the bad stuff just like she did, um, which is super weird. Just um, a lot of similar things that we went through. But and even I I dabble in a little homelessness myself. (laughs) 
<laughs> so it was just kind of, I never lived in a car. I kind of more just, okay, my mom left and we're on our own. So we kind of stayed in the house until the power was turned off and then, and then just kind of found couches to go, you know, live on for a while. But definitely, de- definitely different. But I can see where, you know, we talked about on other episodes of where you look to comedy to get through these hard times. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 Again, uh, you know, uh, and when you think about, you know, people who are like clinically or chronically depressed, um, you know, I, I'm guilty of, of, of being the, the, the person that said, uh, you know, just get over it. Christ sakes, it's not that bad. But uh, it, it is something chemical. It is something physical because you look at Tiffany Haddish. She has every reason to be depressed and she's not. Uh, she's pretty much the opposite. And it's just the strength of her for one. But um, so where am I going with this? Clinical depression is is definitely a thing. And it's and it's real and it's not um you know, having to do with life events. It's, it's, it's something physical. Definitely. And I, I, I think when they were talking about the battered woman syndrome and she didn't know what that was and Colonel Jeff looked it up and I was checking half of those things off my list of, Oh my gosh. Yeah. That makes more sense. Why I never want to go out. I'm a total hermit and I'm scared of everything. <laughs> and I try to pretend like I'm not, but the yeah, I'm things... her. I'm a hermit. Cause I hate people. It's... <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> By good judgment. I'm sure. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Raphael, what do you think about this episode? Yeah, you know, um, there's, I'm trying to not say um ever since that fucking Beast Lemons tweet. I'm like, but I say um a lot. Um, I never noticed it. Yeah. Um, what am I thinking? Um, <laughs> uh, the, so I guess to stay on this topic about her mom, cut that part, cut all that out. <laughs> Man, I, now I'm very self conscious about what I'm saying. I know, I would be too. <laughs> Oh, just um, spit it out, Rafi. <laughs> oh, we Lisa. love you, Rafi. You're amongst friends okay. here. So staying on the topic of her mom's brain injury, the reason that she crashed her car was because the guy cut the brake lines. That's pretty crazy, right? Fucking. Yeah. <laughs> that he's but, trying to kill the whole family. Right. Well, also, the other thing that I thought was that will never happen to me because I know how to drive. So I don't think I would I would notice if my brakes went out. But <laughs> it's like a movie plot and it yes. almost worked. It really did. And how crazy that it, it, you're right. It would be a crazy movie. Pl- the, the best part about it is the plot that it turned into where not everyone dies. One person is injured severely and it changes the whole course of the family. That's more right. interesting than the whole family dying. But <laughs> So it would be a very interesting show. <laughs> but you know, I was I, I was thinking that, you know, if this was a movie plot, uh, you'd have to rewrite it because it, it, it doesn't sound realistic. You know, eight year old taking care of all these people. Eh, come on. That's not real. And it is funny <laughs> how she kind of like buried the lead of like, oh, yeah. And by the way, the reason my mom was in a car accident is because my stepdad cut the brakes. Like, oh, I, yeah, I, I know it was an onion layer that got peeled back. It was worse and it was even worse. And holy yes. shit, it's even worse. I was literally my mouth was open like, what? <laughs> Holy shit. Oh my gosh. And did she, she kind of touched on it. Sound like, does she still talk to this guy that cut their brakes? Did you pick that up or am I just, I don't know. Was that her, her, her bio dad or was it someone else? I think it was the stepdad. Her real dad left. Cause she reconnected with a real dad, right? Yes. And he left after her mom went cuckoo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I think it was like the, the dad of her, brothers and sisters that that's probably it it's I just think. insane that whole that whole thing 
I just, yeah, and I think, and even Allison kind of touched on it a little bit, talking, saying that Tiffany kind of sounded like she was putting the blame on herself still instead of, I don't know, the way she was wording things, it kind of sounded like she blamed herself a little bit still. I'm not sure if you guys picked up on that, but. I don't know, but, but you know, at the end of the day, she's like, I'm done with this shit. True. Um, but I, yeah. I, don't, I, I didn't, I didn't hear Maybe I missed it. I didn't. I didn't detect yeah. any kind of self uh, blame. That part. That part was a little later when she was talking about uh, the domestic abuse. Oh, with her husband. Yeah. Which she didn't even get she... to all of her marriages. She just talked about her first one, right? That was her only one. No. I thought she said three marriages. Okay, I must have misunderstood that. But I thought in the very beginning she did. I must have misheard that one. Maybe she, it was the homeless three times and I'm mixing it up. But yeah, yeah, yeah. She was homeless three times. She said it was a lesson she had to learn three times or whatever. <laughs> Yeah, right, the first right. marriage being abusive, which is kind of, it was really interesting because I've been in more than one abusive relationship and it's very strange to hear someone else's experience, but then it's also, they're all different. Like they're, none of them are like you see in TV, <laughs> except for hers kind of sounded like it, but they're all different. And hers, her talking about being verbally abused is so much worse to me having gone through that because it really changes you as, well, everything changes you a person as a person with abuse, but literally being brainwashed into thinking something that you're not is it's crazy it's like you can't even say it makes you sound crazy but like when she talked about her husband being verbally abusive and then once a year maybe popping off on her it's like oh my god it's so crazy well when she was talking about that i was thinking about people i know and i was thinking i don't know if i know anyone with like a good healthy relationship (laughs) so I know of one couple, hi Brittany, um, and her husband, who I'm going to bring up later during JMOs, is they have this relationship that made me believe in love existing. And just to see them, and it's funny how they met and how they started their relationship was not the way you would think that it was going to last, but it definitely ended up that way. And just them being in the same room together, they just, you can feel their love. And I'm sure that it's not perfect. And it's what, you know, what I see is, is great. And I'm sure there's imperfections in their relationship, but I think it's more like normal problems (laughs) that everybody strives to have just the normal problems. Yeah, that's what I've got. I mean, I... I, I think I've got a great relationship now, but I, I went through a lot of shit to get there really? <laughs> uh, w- with other relationships. Uh, but uh, Karen was the first person that I really not only uh, loved, but liked, you know, I liked being around her. She made me laugh, all that kind of stuff. It's like, oh, that's just what I want. I just want someone I can stand. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. So, Rafi, you don't think that uh, you don't have anybody around you that's in a good relationship? <laughs> well, I think now I do. Some some friends have pretty good relationships, but I was thinking specifically family. Um, so I'm not going to talk about that. Okay. Um, <laughs> shout out to Brittany, though. And yes. uh, was their first date? Did they steal a car, too? <laughs> 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 No, it was, uh, she was in a relationship that wasn't great and she was kind of escaping this kind of evil person and we were in Vegas and she kind of stumbled upon this other guy. (laughs) It was one of those kind of things, you know, hopefully she doesn't mind me sharing that, but, um, yeah. And it just turned into, they, they just were never apart after that. It was kind of, I think it was supposed to be kind of a one night stand type of thing. And then it just turned into marriage and like true love. Pretty crazy. Yeah, that's yeah, kind well, of that's kind of the way it happened with me. Um, I 
my I met my wife at work and um, uh, one of the co-workers was getting married and um, asked me I didn't have a date but I knew that Karen knew this person too it's like hey you want to go together okay fine and then uh, you know long story short we uh, did it that night and uh, <laughs> um, and then we went out a couple other times and then just kind of faded off because I knew she she had a relationship with someone else she ended up getting married to someone else um, and that only lasted like a year or so and then we got together after that and been together ever since it's kind of weird how that worked out but it did but it did but but you know at that time i was only 26 and i i just knew that uh i'm not ready to settle down i'm but and i kind of got the vibe that that's what she wanted i'm like "Mm, no no that's not gonna work but so you have to be at the right place in yourself before you can really get into like that kind of committed relationship i was mature i was mature enough to know i wasn't mature enough (laughs) (laughs) I know, and, and hearing Tiffany talk about that she's still friends with her ex-husband, it's kind of amazing that he could go through the anger management process and get to the other side and have a friendship with her and her letting him in again. I don't, hmm. It's interesting. Are there, are there any kids or anything involved? I didn't. I don't think so. I think she said she didn't have kids. Okay. Yeah. So, that, that, yeah. I, yeah. That's pretty yeah. weird. That whole story <laughs> of her that last day. Well, I guess it wasn't even the last day. It was one of the first times they broke up when they were fighting over the phone and and beating each other up and <laughs> her going to the police station. It was another little chapter into a crazy movie where I'm like, oh my gosh, is this really happening? Is this happening while they're driving this Corvette or they parked the whole time? <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, you know what was funny about that was because uh, like people have been saying on Twitter, she she can tell these sad stories but make them humorous is I was laughing quite a lot during that story and I was just thinking it was like a really good reenactment of the story and it reminded me of uh, Make It Worse Rob and <laughs> it seems like... Uh, Aryan boyfriend is a great uh, reenactment of uh, cut that part out. God damn it. (laughs) 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 Well, they, they like to reenact fights and it's funny. I agree. I think it's like the upped version of make it make it worse, Rob. It's the the abusive side of it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I I could have warned her because she mentioned when she met him, he was a police officer. Right. That's strike one, two, and three right there for me because you know yeah. ten crack commandments number nine. <laughs> you know, don't of, fuck with of, police. One of my abusive relationships, the guy ended up working for the sheriff's department. So shocking. I, that's uh, right. Shocking to me. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, oh. Okay, Cool. That totally makes sense. Uh, yeah. And then he, they got the, the charges were dropped, even though she had handprints on her neck. Who knows what else? Because he was a cop. Don't trust cops, people. Anyone who's <laughs> listening, if you're a cop, I don't trust you. Don't don't talk to me. Even the way they met, how he was telling her, you're going to marry me. You know, just the payment with marriage to find her dad. The whole thing. So many red flags. <laughs> you know yeah, what? Really. She she was saying a lot of things that. Well, she said. Um, earlier she was saying like, you know, she doesn't want to be like kind of stuck with some guy having to, what did she say? She said something about, um, we do things to survive, like essentially implying that, you know, sleep with a guy. So you have somewhere to stay. And I, that was like the saddest thing that I heard during the whole episode. And yeah, like, especially if the guy ends up being like an abusive asshole, like it it sucks to be a woman, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. I, can someone like that change? I just don't know. 
I really don't know. It's like, can a pedophile change? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so either. I think there's something chemically off in someone's brain that has to abuse somebody. I just don't think that they can really change. I don't know. I, I, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. But in my in my experience, all the guys either are dead or became cops or <laughs> to take out their aggression on another people or just became a lot of them. It's really the saddest part is when I'd hear stories of them telling other friends about me, they would say, oh, she cheated on me or whatever. Like they never took responsibility for it. In my mind, I was thinking, oh, they must be really embarrassed that they were abusive. They're not going to ever mention me. But instead they would say, oh, she's this and that and talk shit on me. Like, oh, of course they did. Yeah, it's 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 gross. And I don't know. I don't I hope that she can find true love (laughs) out there. Well, she's she's dating around, as she said, she's got a a few or three on the side. Maybe that's what that's it. Keep it cash, you know. (laughs) Yes. I think one of my favorite things that she was saying when her her mom came to watch her show and her mom said, my coochie makes stars. (laughs) And I I was going to bring that up. My coochie makes stars. Oh my gosh! It just... uh, how do you feel? How do you guys feel about the euphemism "coochie"? Not a great. I, you know, I, I, I that was my first impression, <laughs> but I thought about it. I'm like, it's not bad. I mean, it's at least playful. I mean, when you think of the other terms for yes. lady parts, they're always like juvenile or vulgar or something. Yeah. Um, it really isn't a, a great name for that. It's, it should be like the, the area of awesomeness, like from my perspective. But uh, yeah, uh, Coochie's better than gash or something disgusting. A gash, axe wound. <laughs> yes. <laughs> or even oh. like, you know, snatch. Like, why is that so like, you know, that seems so fleeting. Snatch, grab it quickly. Then snatch it Retreat. Coochie <laughs> yeah, is a little cuter, but it is funny coming out of your mom's mouth. I think that just painted a whole picture of her life right there. Yeah, right. <laughs> I know. Uh, and then the whole Dane Cook thing. What about that? Well, I, I always, I've heard that, that Dane Cook's a total dick. Um, and I believe it. I don't, I don't even think he's that funny. I know, but he got very popular for about a year. I, I don't know. I can't explain that. Neither. I think he was riding high on something. Like you said, I don't know how or why. I, I never found him funny. But also when she was telling the story, even the way she said it, it almost sounded like she did do something kind of not very nice, but he's still a jerk. I, I don't know. I didn't really understand the story very much. But I don't think she explained it very well, but but yeah. um, I think I got it. She so she was saying that he, I guess he was like uh, there's I guess there's a part where if he's like doing not so well, he'll go to the crowd and start asking questions. And a bit right. that they have done before is what I got the impression is that she'll ask, "Hey, have you ever been with any black women?" And that will get him going on his black woman joke. And she right. did that, but he did not want it that time because apparently Lauren Michaels was there. And was embarrassing uh, for her to scream out like that when Lauren was there. This right. might have been during the same SNL auditioning thing she was talking about later, or maybe not. I think you're right. I think she she said they had done it for like 10 or 15 years, that same bit, and then he just flew off the handle. But I think that his anger was about something that she didn't articulate very well. Because he was obviously mad about something else, or maybe just, yeah, maybe offending Lauren. I don't know. I don't know. It was, the whole thing was, okay, well, Dan Cook is an asshole. We get it. <laughs> right. I, I I didn't really follow, but I was on her side anyway because of basically what I've heard about Dane Cook. <laughs> yeah, two two asshole two assholes farting at each other. <laughs> That's what she said to him. I loved it. Oh my gosh. Um, do you guys have anything else from this episode? I still have a lot. I think. Good. Go for it. <laughs> um. 
Let's see. So the thing that at the very beginning of the episode, she was saying how things would always go bad for her when she didn't trust her first mind. And I think uh, that's an interesting way to think about it because your gut is like telling you to do something for a reason, right? It's essentially what you think is right. But I think certain people, I'm going to say myself, <laughs> like we'll, uh, we'll second guess ourselves a lot. And then you end up doing something else that you didn't initially want to do. And it's always worse. So it's kind of like the episode of Seinfeld where George does the opposite. (laughs) So instead of going against our instinct, we do the second thing. And that's the wrong thing. So we have to do the opposite, which would be the first thing. So I think... I re- I t- you know what? It's funny. I wrote that down to, to talk about but going going against your first mind. That whole thing. I wonder if we all did live like George Costanza and just the, whatever the first thing you would do or the opposite of what you would ultimately do. How should we all try it tomorrow? <laughs> I don't know. That's almost like just sending out a tweet that that's autocorrected wrong and just you know, well, there you go. <laughs> I don't know. I've always gone has, by. There- Sorry, okay. go ahead. Uh, uh, I, I was just going to say, um, I, I've always gone with my, like, for big decisions, I go with my heart. With little things, I go with data analysis because that's kind of what I do for a living. And and sometimes things aren't always what they seem. That's about it. All right, Rafi, tomorrow you can go ahead and start and let us know how it turns out. <laughs> yeah, well, there's there's a sense, there's like a, there's a lot of freedom in that. If you just trust your gut and go with it, you don't have to worry about like hemming and hawing about it you just do it and then you just deal with the consequences i guess that's so true i've never lived that way and i know that's how allison is she's so indecisive about things and i'm the same way i will think things to death that are really nothing like she was talking about shopping for something that's nothing like towels or something and i've gone through that same thing of oh should i get this one or that one or should i get this one or that or maybe this and it, it's it makes no sense it's just pull the trigger get the stupid towel <laughs> And being that indecisive and not making a decision, I don't know. I don't know if that has to do with my background or being a girl or what, but I I like that she, I wonder if she lives that way now, Tiffany, if she always goes with her first mind with everything now and how that's working out for her. That seems to be working out. (laughs) She's got a career. Yeah, she's she's definitely in control of her, her new life, it seems. Okay, another thing um, that I had written down, let me see, where did it go? I was going to talk about that, but I don't really care anymore. (laughs) You should. (laughs) While you're looking, Uh, I thought it was funny when she uh, she thought the song was Touch the Titty. (laughs) Instead of Touch the Tushies. I think we need a remix. Uh, Blue Canoe, if you're listening, we need a remix of Touch Touch the Titty. Well, we need a sample from uh, Daniel first to say Titty. That's true. Right, Daniel, if you're listening, because I'm sure you are. Well, he's unemployed. He has plenty of time, but we'll get to that later. Um, another, uh, so back to the beginning, she was talking about being homeless, and she said she lived in her Geo Metro. Have any of you driven a Geo Metro? <laughs> I think I had rented one once when I went to Texas. Holy crap! Fuck I was no. <laughs> the Flintstones I, car would be faster. I knew someone who had a Geo Metro, and I had to drive it. And so this is the worst car I've ever driven. It, if For people that don't know, it's a tiny piece of shit. It's a three-cylinder. Oh, and yeah. I was like redlining this fucking thing because it was this other guy's car and I didn't give a shit. And it took <laughs> so fucking long to get up to 60, which I shouldn't have been doing that. It was like a residential neighborhood. But <laughs> Jesus Christ, what a box of shit. So for her to live in that thing, I didn't even want to drive it. Imagine living in this thing. That was horrible. And no wonder Kevin Hart gave her $300, which was more than the car was worth, I'm sure. (laughs) 
Oh, yeah. How did she go from a Corvette to a Geo Metro? I'd like to know that story, too. She kind of glossed over a lot of in-between stuff. Yeah, well, but that, that lady's been through some shit, though. Yeah, no Good kidding. Lord. I, did either of you hear her Mental Illness Happy Hour episode? No. I didn't either. Well, I want to go back and listen. Well, I listen, I've been listening for like four years. So if I if it's been in that time, which I'm assuming it has, I've heard it. I just did not remember it. I was telling Megan. I was like, I don't even remember her being on. But I'm going to have to go back and look. But um, yeah, that's all I had to say about that. Um, wait. The only other thing, well, I have two other things. Um, the other thing I was going to say is she was talking about she filmed a pilot or something with Killer Mike, who's a rapper from Atlanta, if you guys don't know, um, about like doing serious topics with comedy. And that's a show that I will be watching if it gets picked up, which hopefully it does. It seems like uh, Killer Mike is doing a lot of things right now. If you guys don't know or care he's like a big bernie uh sanders supporter so like they played coachella this past weekend and the one before and their intro video was by bernie sanders and uh yeah so killer mike is a great rapper and a great activist and uh i'd be very interested in watching this show yeah the way she talked about it it did sound very interesting i mean she's so funny that i think whatever she does i'd be interested in watching it yeah, hopefully it gets picked up. When Kevin Hart said, oh, you're too pretty to be living in your car, you're too pretty for whatever. I was like, when when she was saying, you know, essentially what she, what he was saying is like, you shouldn't be sleeping in your car, you should be with like some guy who's like providing this. And that, for some reason, that really bothered me. I don't like Kevin Hart to begin with. But <laughs> when she said that he was telling her these things, I was like, that's like a fucked up message. No, it really is. I, I have to agree with you on that. That's it's so backwards. Because if she was ugly, then cool, you should totally live in your Geo Metro. Yeah. Yeah, you look like your car lived there but if but you're good looking you should be in a nicer car like that's a, that's a really fucked up message to me fuck you kevin hart <laughs> eat a dick <laughs> uh, oh my god you're too good looking to not eat a dick kevin hart yeah uh, stupid I fucking watches anyway I have one more thing about this episode. So back almost a year ago, Lisa, you might remember, we recorded my BYOF. And one of the suggestions I had for the show was I would like some more diversity in the guests. Yes. And we're finally getting it. I thought about you when she was on. I thought, okay, Rafi's going to be happy. (laughs) Yeah. When I saw the tweet, she was like, if you have any questions for her, send them in. I was like, I have no idea who, who this is. So I clicked on it and I was like, oh my God, a black person. I don't want to be that person who's like, oh, you know, fucking we need more this or that. But in four years, she had seven non-white guests in four years. That's not a lot. So when she had her uh, former colleague, uh, Gustavo Arellano, he was cool. And oh, then yes. she had. I like that. Now she uh, has Tiffany. Plot. Yeah, it was a good episode. Now she has Tiffany Haddish. So I'm really glad she's diversifying her guests. Not that I'm complaining. Like I said, in my BYOF, if it's her and Wendy, I'm still going to listen. Are uh, you going to start a like, hashtag Allison so white? <laughs> no. no oh, she'll love that. that. <laughs> yeah, she's definitely been keeping it or making it more diverse. Also, um, you know, whenever I think like I don't like like I don't tweet at her like, hey, have more black guests or whatever. 
because she's so aware of everything about her show that when when Greg made some kind of joke about or she made a joke I think about white people and her show I forget what it was exactly but um, it was kind of an, an awkward moment and I was yeah. like I was like I'm so glad that she's aware because if she was like unaware of it that would be one thing to let her know but with everything that has to do with her show she knows what's going on so she's like yeah we're trying to div- diversify it which it's always a good thing I agree I definitely agree I like to learn about all the people that she has on and, and yeah as long goes. as they're interesting you know exactly and want to be on I think yeah great well shall we talk about the Thursday episode let's all right how about layoffs takeoffs and Greg's greatest poop story <laughs> Raphael what do you have on this episode well, right at the beginning, we get uh, Jeff, when he's introduced, he always has a funny bit with the drops. And this one was a, a favorite of mine, I'm going to say. It was really funny um, with Allison being indecisive. And <laughs> it and it's just Jeff is like such a great addition to the show. Like if you're still listening to Adam Carolla, Bald Brian did a great job with the drops, I thought. But Jeff takes it to another level. He's very creative with how he does it. Like he made that. Uh, like hallucinogenic drop for her when they're talking about the weed cookie story. And yes. I don't think Bald Brian's ever going to put any kind of that kind of effort into it. I agree. I thought Bald Brian's drops were so awesome. And, and it was one of the things that I kept thinking, okay, that's going to be a drop. You know, you listen to the Corolla show and think that's going to be the next drop or whatever and try and figure it out. And he was so good at it. And I thought, oh, that was one thing that I missed from, you know, listening to Allison's show. I want to hear more drops. And then having Colonel Jeff on is just magical. And he does take it to a new level. Jeff's awesome. I'm a big fan. And she called us her little fruit roll-ups on this episode, so I thought I'd throw that in, too, because I don't know how you guys feel. That's a disgusting carb, actually. Fruit (laughs) roll-ups are gross. It's like fruit jerky. It is. It's like just dry. It is. (laughs) What do you think, Rafi, about being a fruit roll-up this week? I like anything that she calls us that's cute. And I think a fruit roll-up is pretty cute. I don't, like, when she when she mentions a carb, I don't think, like, would I eat that or not? I just think, oh, that sounds cute. So I like it. That's true. That's very true. We're little fruit roll-ups. Um, so Daniel... I wonder did... if we're going to be crepes or something. Oh, my when gosh. When she comes back from Paris, it has to be, like, a Parisian <laughs> carb. We're going to be cream pots or something. Oh, what are we going to be? French toast? That might <laughs> yeah. be a little too long toast. <laughs> I don't know if that's French. It's not. <laughs> It's they, like they just call French fries. We'll be escargot. <laughs> people think French fries means they're from French, but that's the cut. They're French yeah, cut. So I know. people All are foolish. People with their freedom <laughs> fries. I'm like, get fucked. Okay. Yeah, they're dumb. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. So yeah, their trip to France. Like, holy crap. That's probably one of my number one dream places to go. Even even though we're, you know, shitty Americans and, and they have attitudes or whatever. Um, I have a love affair with anything French and the language, just everything about it. I, I don't know about the people, but I definitely want to go there. I'm so jealous. I, I was there in 2014. It was perfectly fine. I, I loved it. Uh, but I, I was there for work. I only got to stay like two days in Paris. Um, and I was working half that time. But um, it has a, definitely a cool vibe. The people were nice as hell. The, the younger people speak English better than we do. Um, I, I loved it. I, I want to go back. Do you speak any French? No, but you can get by on um, Bonjour and Merci beaucoup, and uh, that's about it. That's about all I said. Oh, s'il vous plaît, that's please. Yeah, and that was it. I don't think you need to know où est la bibliothèque (laughs) anytime. (laughs) 
is what I learned. I said, you know, cool. And I and I said, oh, a lot. And that's <laughs> oh, well. you had a <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah, I am super jealous. I'm you know, I think they talked about first of all, Daniel being laid off and this being the perfect opportunity to go on that trip. And I felt like probably hashtag Al was probably a little stressed out about this conversation and not in a bad way, but he's such a planner uh, of the yeah. future that I can't imagine him thinking you should be getting a job, not frivolously going out, you know, for memories like Greg. Well, he seemed, he seemed to be down with it though. Um, relating to his own dad who was like um he was at a job for 20 years and once he got out of it and uh he became a new person and you know and, and uh chef jeff was like yeah yeah this sounds like the perfect time to go to france and it probably is it totally is i have you seen any pictures from there yet uh, i have um allison's been uh snapping of some things I hate me to get on Snapchat, apparently. First, oh, that's, I that's, get on... that's, that's the only reason I'm on. <laughs> I, that was the only reason why I got on Twitter. <laughs> I left Facebook, and now, you know, I rarely go on there. I'm on Twitter all the time, and now everyone's moving to the next thing. Ugh. And then with the Periscope, I thought, okay, I'm not. And Periscope seems to, seems to have died down quite a bit. So that's I was, I was hoping Snapchat would do the same thing. but uh, Oh, it probably that. will. But my daughter loves it. Yeah, it's a kid thing, right? You know what they do? Um, the, like, like my daughter and her four friends last Tuesday got out of school at twelve thirty. It's like we want to go to the mall, and my wife drove her there, and like they had their own like alone time at the mall. And what they do is they like have like a modern version of hide and seek, where one will snap. Uh, a photo of where they are and the rest of them have to find where they are. And I'm like, well, that sounds kind of fun. Actually. That's cool. Like a scavenger hunt. Okay. That's super <laughs> right. Fun. Right. But you know, it, a kid thing for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And it's super sad that Daniel got laid off, but he seems like you said about Al's comment about his dad changing. He seems to be more positive and in a happier mood. And I don't know, I would be losing sleep if I had just been laid off and he seems to be doing just fine. Well, that job, must have been shitty as hell for him to feel that way because um yeah there's always stress of losing a job but on the other hand if it's a shitty job it's like i don't have to deal with that shit anymore and by the way Um, uh, day drinking that is like i don't know why it's so much better than nighttime drinking but that is you feel like you're on vacation if you're if you're drinking at like 11 o'clock well i'm having a mimosa or whatever all of a sudden your day is just it's magical when you can do day drinking (laughs) (laughs) yeah the rare times i can do that is awesome I'm taking the family on a cruise to Mexico this summer, and I, I plan to do Ooh. plenty of that. Oh, nice. <laughs> All-inclusive? Um, no. I mean, you, you do have to pay for drinks. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I've been on a cruise once to Mexico, and that was I – did, I did more drugs than drinking, but it was a lot of fun. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, okay. yeah, so uh, have you guys, have you, have you guys ever been fired? Yes. Um, and yeah, I, I have two. You, yeah. I know you only have one job now, Rafi. Is that a firing situation? Uh, yes. <laughs> I really related to Daniel's, uh, story, um, for many reasons, but I, I essentially was getting myself fired. It was also not a surprise to me, but technically I was, I, I guess not fired because I'm re-eligible to be hired already. Like it's been over a month. So I wasn't like fired. I don't know. Interesting. Well, that's kind of like, um, you, you, you're, you, you no longer work, but we can call you back. Is that what it is? 
I'm not going back. Let's put it that way. But uh, um, after, you know, two years of working essentially 18 hour days for two years straight, you know, I'm, I was happy to be fired again. Like Daniel said, Mm. having half the pay now sucks, but I'm much happier and healthier. Ray, have you ever been fired? Um, yeah. Um, twice once um well the place i worked with with my wife uh it was just attrition and corporate takeover and we well, where we worked was a, like a campus there was um like a dozen different buildings five thousand employees and by the time they got to lay me off it was about 200 employees um and it was much like daniel it was like i knew it was coming like way like months before i actually got it and it sucked i liked working there but it, it became a shadow of its former self and and that was that um the only other time was when i worked at wendy's when i was like 18 um i and i totally deserved to be fired i you know they say you, you gotta cut your hair i'm like yeah fuck you okay uh and i could come in hungover and and i just had a bad fucked up teenage attitude and um, I showed up for work today and like, what, what, what are you doing here? I'm like, oh, I'm scheduled to work. And they're like, oh, uh, <laughs> like well, uh, yeah, well, <laughs> well, we hate to inform you, but you didn't make the Wendy's team. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I laughed my ass off. I'm like, you mean you're firing me? Awesome. Oh my gosh, so I, I, I left and I went on the parking lot and smoked a joint in full Wendy uniform. <laughs> I don't trust a burger and, square. Sorry. And uh, yeah, and that was that. But uh, otherwise, I, I've just left on my my own. I've, uh, in fact, like I've been working since I was probably fourteen, and uh, I've only been out of work probably nine months in that whole thirty plus years of time. Wow. I've always, I've always like kind of, I read the writing on the wall and and gotten another job before they had a chance to lay me off. Yeah, I think I did the same thing with relationships and jobs. I always did like an overlapping of, okay, I can see this is going somewhere, <laughs> and kind of mosey to the next thing. But I think one of the times I did get fired was for stealing, which is funny because I was stealing, but they didn't catch me stealing. They caught someone else, but I got blamed for it. So in a roundabout way. <laughs> <I Yeah>. got- <laughs> So you took one for the team. I did. I did. I was supposed to be the only one touching the cash register and someone else was. So, you know, he was stealing. So I got and I was stealing, but I was doing it the right way (laughs) where you mathematically do it so that the register's not wrong. But anywho, kids don't do that. It's horrible. Yes. 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 Don't take drugs. No. As fun as they are. (laughs) Don't smoke in your Um, winter's costume or whatever. (laughs) No, especially. Um, You know, and and Allison brought up, you know, the anxiety that she had trying not to prompt Daniel to take a shitty job or or something undesirable. Uh, I was in that situation where um, uh, after I got laid off from that job, um, I was having a hell of a time. Um, This was like in July. And by the time October, November came around, I was like, I I better start looking. I hadn't even looked. It was like, it was the summer of fun. (laughs) (laughs) Me and my wife, we had no kid. If if we weren't going somewhere, I'd hang out in my in-laws pool. I was so tan that summer. Uh, but then, um, you know, money started getting tight and I, and 
my wife was starting to get nervous and I, I ended up taking the first job that was offered and, and it, uh, it ended up sucking. I wish I didn't in retrospect. That's such a bummer. It, it is hard to look back or to have hindsight, you know, and try and think, well, maybe I should just be riding this out and have the summer of Ray a little longer instead of taking this shitty job. But it's so hard when you have to think about bills and, and whatever. Well, that yeah, that was the thing. I would be happy to take another year off and then chill. But no, 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 we couldn't do that. So I was, then I, you know, by October, I had to scramble and found a job by December or so. But it, yeah, it wasn't, wasn't a great job. And uh, I ended up hating life for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, speaking of great jobs, how about if we talk about Greg's greatest shit? <laughs> You know, I don't think I've ever taken uh, a shit that's shaped like Rafi's pillow. <laughs> Rafi's happy pillow? <laughs> I'm yeah, holding it I right mean, now. Uh, are you? <laughs> and I've never taken a shit like that, but I have had that kind of consist- consistency. It's it's um it's never going to be in the shape of the poop emoji unless you're pooping on a hard surface because once it's mm. in the water, it's just a straight line or whatever. But right. I know Ma- um, Mallory, shout out to her, yes. uh, she said that she has ever since she switched to vegan. And for a year, I forced myself to eat salads every day for lunch. And I think it was during that time I was having some really good poops. <laughs> And see, I've heard, and they said the soft serve ice cream, I've heard like toothpaste coming out of the tube, which is similar, I guess. I've, I don't think I've ever, ever had that, ever. No, no. And um, I don't know. I've been dehydrated lately, so I'm, I'm getting like, you know, raisinets and milk duds <laughs> and shit like that. That's not <laughs> you good. You know, the people that complain about the poop talk on her show are just <laughs> really must have hated today's uh, episode, Thursday's episode, because it's like, oh my gosh, it was... Well, it's, it's something we can all relate late to and so it's very true form. and you know what poop health is important because i mean my rabbit turds it cannot be healthy there's no way i if i could have that soft serve I'm, and i was even vegetarian for a while and it didn't do anything and i was vegan and didn't do anything i just think i have some my insides are horrible <laughs> i don't know if, if, if i took a shit that took that looked like an ice cream cone I, i'd be a, a worried See, <laughs> i would serves. too and i would think that that would be a little you would have to use more toilet paper it seems like it'd be more messy exactly Exactly. That's not good. I, I like, you know, when you get the the, the one clean log that you, you wipe and, <laughs> and it's and there's nothing there, that's, yeah. a, that's a good day. <laughs> and it goes straight down the toilet. You, yeah, that life doesn't get better. I agree with you on that. I, <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long time since I've had one of those. You know, I'm going to come clean with something that I used to do while I watched the show. Or no, to the show. no, I'm clean. <laughs> Because they sent, you know, she wanted people to send in pictures of what you do while you're listening. And mostly now it's just taking notes for me. A lot of times I'm cleaning, you know, doing random stuff like that. Um, so <laughs> every, oh, I'm not going to say, probably shouldn't say. Go for it. Uh, so every Thursday, because I would have the house to my, obviously I always have the house to myself, but Fridays I clean the house. So Thursdays I would listen, start listening to the show and... <laughs> Oh my god. I would give myself enemas. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm not sending that picture in. <laughs> That's a JMO if I ever heard one. I, I think it's just you there. <laughs> that was when we first started this show, I said I had a knee fom because Jason used to do the neoms, not everyone, only me. And right. Ashley did the 
um, Just Me or Every Fan. So I did like a crossover and I said, well, I have a Nifom that I want to share because I'm sure no one else listens to the show and does that as a fan also. <laughs> so there you go, everybody. That's what I was doing for a while. So this show saved me from that, but I'm not as regular. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I've got to ask, um, why? Um, I don't know if you've heard. Constipated? Yes. Yeah, so and I never knew I was until, you know, like, see, this is where Allison's doing the Lord's work because you learn new stuff and you learn that you should be going, you know, at least maybe a couple times a week, not like taking a couple weeks off. So the older, you well, know, yeah. my, my mom never really, you don't, you don't really talk about it. So now with my kids, I always say, oh, did you poop today? And they're like, why do you always ask that? I said, I don't know. No one ever asked me and I didn't know what was healthier and what wasn't until you hear other people's stories or they hear yours and they're like, that's not good. <laughs> Oh, well, okay. well, Jason said he takes like four shits a day. And I was like, oh. that's a, that, that's outstanding. I, really I, that's, that's like, that's like a week's worth. That's debilitating. I would think like you have to schedule a lot of things around. Like what the hell are you eating, dude? <laughs> a lot of plump so, from his tree, I think. <laughs> so back, uh, if, if you haven't listened to Allison on the pro you podcast, listen to it, but her trainer says the same thing that you're pooping. Like, like super healthy people I've have, have told me, that they poop three like three to five times a day and that that sounds crazy to me but yes. and she's and allison said something like that just sounds inconvenient yes but yeah that's and that's, you know what's that's crazy. funny one of the very first episodes of mental illness happy hour the first episode i listened to actually i listened to allison's first then i went back and listened to the very first one and he was talking about being depressed and being constipated and that's when i started kind of tearing up when i heard his thing i thought oh my god that's totally the reason you know i'm just like everything's just blocked <laughs> i'm blocking everything so i think that was a huge part of it and I, I don't know maybe my body's just not my body doesn't know how to work i guess i don't know anyways i was trying to help it along and the show had nothing to do with it but it came out on thursdays and that's what i was doing at that time i just kind of went with it but um yeah so that's that but yeah so greg's perfect shit <laughs> You know, that was actually an inspiring story. I was expecting something like, I should have Volkswagen. It was so big. But it was actually uh, life-affirming. <laughs> no, like... you're so right. It wasn't like gross or weird or... Yeah, it was life-affirming. It was kind of like, oh, that, that's a great I'm story. better now. Yeah, I was like, this is inspiring, Greg. <laughs> like the clouds parted, the sun shone, and he took the perfect dump, and he was healthy again. It was like a great lesson. <laughs> yeah, on a perfect log in Costa Rica. <laughs> Do you think he showed it to the girl? Like, check this out. This is the perfect poop. I probably would have. Oh, my gosh. That guy that I lived with that Allison knew, he would call, come check out my snake. He always had, like, the... <laughs> I would have thought it mean something else. I know. He Well, he did have... He did like to show that off, too. But, um, yeah, so it would, like, wrap around the toilet, and he would, come check out my shit, everybody. He was so excited. And he probably had that perfect shit all the time, because it was, like, it was wrapped around the toilet. He sounds like a prize. Oh, yeah. He was real Oh my gosh. Yeah, I liked how they talked about relationship history and having Duke history when you're when you're meeting someone or getting to know somebody. I thought that was really the whole thing was oh, really right. Fun. Yeah, you have to know if you're Duke compatible. You know? <laughs> oh my gosh, my husband and I couldn't be more opposite. Um <laughs> Um, you know and there's another thing that this off of the poop topic but um 
that Jenna said, no, mo, 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 which I never heard her say that before about someone not being Mormon anymore. And I thought, yeah, that yeah, hilarious. I think she said it the last Thursday episode or two I Thursday episodes it. before. Oh, my no, God. Mo, mo, mo. <laughs> she is so funny. I feel like they both not like they were ever uptight, but I feel like they've loosened up so much and they mix so well with the group that it's just such a smooth transition. You know, I mean, the whole show is just so great. The Colonel Jeff with his with his hashtag L drops were making me I couldn't even like stop laughing. I had to keep pausing it and then putting it back because I love all of the hashtag L drops. And then he did the Greg drops and he did all of them in a row. And it was just like I need a ringtone of all of those drops together. Yeah, they they should make that available. Like the Allison's greatest drops. <laughs> yes. You know, just like like fifty of them <laughs> that they use all the time. I would just listen <laughs> all the time. <laughs> Yeah, just that alone could make me laugh. Just all of the Greg ones, especially because he was talking about his music blog that he didn't know the name of, didn't know where to find right. it. <laughs> and then they just started, that's when he started playing all of the Greg drops. And I just thought, oh my gosh, it's, it's gold. Have Although, you, you Greg... checked out his music blog? No, have you? Um, I didn't know he, he had one. Me either. So he posts on Instagram, like he was starting to say, and it'll be a pic- it's just a picture of like a band, and then it just has like a sentence underneath. So I went to his Instagram profile, and I think he puts the link there because Instagram is stupid how they you can't put a link in like the 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 comment or whatever. Oh. Fucking Facebook is stupid. They own Instagram anyway. Um, and he like posted about a, a metal band, which is why I clicked on. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna fuck it forget it keep going <laughs> uh well um his blog's called don't tell a soul which is the name of the replacements album which i know is a band greg likes and i like them as well it's funny that it's called don't tell a soul and he really can't tell us uh, yeah right how ironic <laughs> yes uh, and i love how alice was like really really greg <laughs> So the the other thing that I thought was great is the reality show, The Life of Janae, that Greg was talking about, and that Jenna said that she did that as a class in college. You know, she... uh, Right, right. Had a reality show pitch. Yeah. I would love that. I would love to see, I would love to see the life of Janae. Everything she talks about, I think, oh my gosh, I need to meet this woman. Oh, they, yeah, they have to have her on at some point. But but this, she's saying that Janae won't even come on um, uh, Jenna's podcast too bad it is too bad i think we're missing out well um i was gonna bring this up later uh because it was this was sparked by your jmo right ray what's that um you after your dick johnson oh yeah uh oh, jmo yes. is they started talking about uh Janae's former boyfriend named richard yes. and um so that's how they got onto this topic <laughs> but I have seen uh, Jenna's mom, and she's like, uh, like a, like just she just seems like a super nice lady. And I'm like, I wish she would be on the show, but that's never gonna happen. So we can just I forget about it. Just love it if all of the parents were on once. I would love to hear Greg's Greg's mom. I could probably uh, the life of uh, what's her name Nancy. <laughs> the life <laughs> of Nancy. I would definitely watch that show. Just having all of them on, it would be yeah. great. I it, miss it, hearing yeah. Allison's dad on the show. That's right. It's been a long time. Oh, it's been uh, a, yeah. I sensed some severe tension when Allison came on after her wedding and bitched about them. And uh, I think there was some fallout there because she hasn't said shit about her parents since then. 
And I don't, I don't think her dad has a Twitter account anymore because of it. Yeah, they deleted their their um, Allison's parents' Twitter account, which I'm bummed because I liked occasionally reading about what Toby was up to. Uh, yeah, yeah, John was killing it there for a while, but um, yeah, I think he got a lot of shit from Allison fans or something. There was something there. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah, that's yeah. Allison doesn't talk about it, and I, I don't really know what the story is, but I'm, I'm guessing just by context that there was a, there was a, a foo fra between um, Allison and her parents, because, because uh, she's always inferred that you know I can't talk about this because it hurts people's feelings and some things like that, and in context, it's her parents and. Uh, I don't know. I, I think that her relationship with her mom is complicated, to say the least. That's true. You know, I feel maybe lucky that I don't talk to any of my family because then I can just drag them all through the, the mud <laughs> and not worry about it. And obviously she's a bit bigger of a personality than this little show here is ever going to mm-hmm. reach. But it's it's got to be hard to have to curb what you want to say sometimes. Well, especially for Allison. I mean, her life is her shtick, pretty much. Yeah, exactly. Going back, made, to, yeah. going back to Janae for a minute, uh, her funeral uh, requests were so funny to me. And I really, well, that's a horrible thing to think. Uh, I was like, I hope we get some video of Jenna and her sister singing the song from Wicked, but that would mean her mom has to die. I don't want that. Well, maybe but... they could do that beforehand. Yeah, yeah they could just, they could just, next time she's in town, they could just practice it. Because I like Wicked. There's nothing wrong with being a man that likes musicals. <laughs> and I like Wicked, and that's a great song. And Jenna is a great singer. I love listening to her songs. And we need video of that. Man, right. You know what? I'm going to tweet her. <laughs> do it we need a test run i want to want to hear it i think it's funny that my um my jmo got read about having a funeral playlist on an, a non-thursday episode so it would have been interesting to hear jenna's take on that because i mean it's kind of similar she has a whole file and how she yeah right i don't want the whole funeral planned out but i do have my you know the songs that i want played so it's it's similar it's i don't think it's too weird you know <laughs> Lisa, how do you feel about uh, the people that say, like, you know, the songs that they played at the funeral, it's going to ruin it for everyone there because now whenever they hear it, they're going to think of your funeral and be Ooh, sad. Oh, I never thought of that. Well, you know, I did have a lot of songs on there and I thought I even thought of other ones that I should I still am missing. So maybe that will be good because it won't be just one song like Colonel Jeff wants one song played over and over again. <laughs> Some crazy gorilla song or something. But um, yeah, I never thought about that. Also, the songs that I would have probably people would really be listening to. Well, <laughs> like I, I think I remember one of them was "My Sweet Lord" by George Harrison. Oh yeah, that's true. In in a certain mood, that song will make me cry by itself. So if I heard it at a funeral, I think I would probably lose it all the that's, time. Yeah, that's true. But then that's kind of good, right? <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't want to ruin a, a like a, a happy song. You know, some <laughs> of them were kind of silly, kind of laughing at myself, kind of songs, and I think that's why I put them in there. But but also, I, I I love really horrible music, and I love great music, so it's a nice mixture of, of me. <laughs> and like I said on the episode when we talked about it, I have been to a lot of funerals that had horrible music, and it took away from the funeral. <laughs> and whether I'll be there or not in spirit, I I'd like to think if I was that I wouldn't you know I wouldn't want to be embarrassed on the other side. <laughs> <laughs> mm, true, but yeah, you know, I've given explicit 
instructions to my wife that um, do whatever the fuck you want. I'm gone. <laughs> uh, I don't care. You can leave me out with the trash and have them pick wow. me up. Uh, I don't care. I'm dead. Um, it, funerals are for the living. So do whatever you think is fit. She says she wants to be made into if, a firework. Whoa! And, and you can do that. You can do that. There's a service where you can you can get cremated. You can press your ashes into a big rocket, and you can like fire it over the ocean or something. And <laughs> my firework would. Be I, I hope I go somehow. first. I hope I go first because <laughs> that seems like a hassle to core. That's a lot of work. Like... I'll do it for half the price. <laughs> <laughs> Make some homemade, homemade fireworks. Yeah, mine would turn out to be a dud where you'd light it and it just won't go off. Like, well, there you go. Uh, imagine that. That would help. Yeah, yeah, that'd suck. You're like, oh no. Oh well. Or like the end of Big Lebowski when they're when they're spreading the ashes. Shit, <laughs> it all blows. Right, <laughs> they'll pull back at it. Oh, that's so great. It's gotta happen more often than not. So, do you guys have anything else from this episode? Um, let's see. Um, oh yeah, you know, uh, we talked about, you know, when, when Greg was doing the lemon trick and that was kind of cool and funny and everything. Um, but then, uh, it came up that he, he stuck his headsets or someone else's headset in his butt. <laughs> that, that's going, that's beyond the line to me. I hate practical jokes, especially if it involves, butt. <laughs> you know, it's like, well, that, that wasn't a joke, right? It was a lady that he hated. Yes. Right. Well, yeah. Okay. But still it's a prank more or less. And it's like, that's like an, off- that's like a criminal offense. I think that's pretty horrible. Is. Like a you sexual know, I, I, offender. You know, April fool's. Patton Oswald tweeted that April Fool's is like assholes Christmas. And I, I agree. It's like, oh, come on. You know, you always work with that guy who's like, hey, your car's on fire in the parking lot. Oh, you looked, April Fool. Oh, oh, fuck fuck you. you. You know the people I hate the most? Those fake lottery tickets. And they're always, yeah, on, yeah, yeah. always on AFV. And it makes me so sad because you see these sad saps you know, scratching off their ticket and they're so excited. I'm like, oh my God, I can't watch this. I know, it's it's cool as hell. You won a million dollars. Oh my God, my life is is saved. I was going to go to the poor farm. No, you're going to the poor farm. You're still in the trailer park. Yeah, sorry. Not sorry. (laughs) But but you were happy for a second, weren't you? Uh, Just that's that's cruel shit. You know, kind of related to that is uh, this April Fool's Day, um, Bald Brian and his wife announced that they're having a daughter and they did it on April 1st, which so a lot of people were like, yeah, right. But they were like, we're actually not kidding. They just I guess they chose that day to be funny, but it wasn't a joke. It was they're really having a child. So then they had I, to like say, no, really. <laughs> I, I, I have to confess to you guys something. I, I don't listen to the Corolla show anymore, but I do uh, look at the boards They're They're the Corolla uh, message boards. <laughs> And um, where was I going with this? Um, oh yeah. Uh, oh, you know what? Never mind. <laughs> Sorry. No. I'm I'm really interested. I want to know, know what's going on because I don't listen to the show. I still follow Brian just because eh, he's a good guy. He's still friendly with Allison, and and uh, so I still follow him and his wife on Twitter and Instagram. But oh, um, I do too. Um, I I haven't xed them out. In fact, I even have Corolla uh, still on my list, but he rarely tweets anyway. Um, but it, it's interesting to see what uh, Corolla fans say about shit. Um, oh yeah, it's real, it's real highbrow. Uh, well, you know there, there are there are some Allison supporters, but a lot of them are just like, good, glad she's gone. And now it's like, oh, Gina Grad sucks. I wish Allison was back. Ugh. 
Really? Yeah. That's so funny. That's so weird. Yeah, I can't. I haven't listened uh, in so long that I, I think I'm okay on that. But, you know, going back really quick, this is kind of a sad part, but like Pat Oswalt, his wife died. How crazy is oh, that? Yeah. Um, I know. That's so sad. That's so sad. It was on the day that Prince died and he tweeted about Prince dying and then his wife passes away. And I thought, God, that's crazy. She was so young. I know. She's like 45, and she just died in her sleep. That's amazing to me. I still... And she wasn't sick or anything, and oh, God, and... and See, I, um, I, I don't, I hate politics, but I, I watch the Republican debates only to, to follow what Patton Oswald says about him because it's funny <laughs> as hell. Yes. Um, and he kills. It's like the my, my favorite TV show is is Twitter watching Patton Oswald. Tweet. <laughs> he is pretty funny, but yeah, I, I feel for feel for him. That's crazy. My mind can't really wrap around that whole thing. It's, you can't understand it, but. Um, do you have anything else from this episode, either of you? I do still. I have, I, have, okay, I feel like a ton. Good. So, Talk. Go um, so staying on the, uh, Patton Oswalt's wife passing away, it, I was thinking about it when, when Daniel was talking about being laid off and how this is a bad time to go to Paris. You know, some people might say, um, I'm really mentioning Bald Brian a lot, but Bald Brian, when he was diagnosed with cancer and they did the benefit, he and his wife went to Italy and people don't understand, like it, you would think that's like foolish. You should not be doing that, wasting your money because you're going to need it. But like I, every now and then when I'm unsure of something, I'll say, what if you die tomorrow? Are you going to give a shit? Like you're not. So why not do something now? Because like Patton Oswalt's wife who passed away out of the blue prince was a little sick, but you never know when you're going to die. So you should try to be having fun. Now that's not an excuse to be reckless with your money or with your life, but we shouldn't be so worried about our jobs and stuff like that. And I guess I can say that because I hate my job. And if they fired me, they would be doing me a huge favor. <laughs> but I mean, you got to live your life. You can't worry about every pinching every penny all the time. And I don't know that it's just a reminder. You know? I agree. It, it's great. It's a great reminder. Well, you reminded me where I was going with the Corolla boards. Um, the way uh, Ball Brian announced it on the show was, um, he said, uh, guys, I've got something to say. Um, there's a growth and uh, there's I've got about five months. Everyone's like, oh, oh, until I'm a father. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm glad his comedy lessons are coming in handy. Yeah. <laughs> I guess Gina Grad was pissed. Really? <laughs> she, she, she's like, oh, my God. Wow. That's pretty good. That's a good one. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay, so so more. Um, I'm going to skip that one. Um, So she was talking about at the beginning um, how new people jumping in uh, to the show, how if they're listening to a Monday show, they're going to get it. But if they're listening to a Thursday show, it's going to be probably really confusing. And I think about that because none of my friends listen to it. And I think the way they would get into it is if they listen to Thursdays, but you'd have to go so far back to get these references and to know who these people are that it's intimidating to jump into a podcast like that where you're like oh i have to listen for a year to know what's going on i don't know i think you could pick up on it pretty quick um there yeah there might be some inside jokes that you wouldn't catch on at first but for the most part it's pretty straightforward i think i think like all the drops and all like you said the inside jokes i know Brittany listening 
to our show just to support me. And then she and all of my friends, well, you know, we want to hear your show. And I said, well, if you listen to our show, you're not really going to really not going to get it because we're talking about another show. So then I thought, well, now you need to go back and start at this point to kind of get what we're talking about. And, you know, Brittany just kept listening to this show. And then she finally said, OK, I'm going to listen to Allison's show. And she she texted me the next day. I finally get it. Like I'm in on the joke this whole time. But, you know, I think going back a little bit is definitely helpful because I think picking it up on the day would be a little bit. You're right. It is straightforward. It is funny. But so much of it is the underlying layers of the past, what, five months or so. Yeah, and uh, you have yeah, to true, know their, true. and you 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 have to know their personalities because like if you didn't know Al was like a desk guy or a IT guy, and he's like a very uh, what's the word I'm trying to think of? Like he like he plans ahead. He's very conservative, and like you, you're not gonna get the jokes that they might make because you don't know each person's personality. I think I yeah. think that's very true. Uh, yeah, but yeah, and I, and I think at first listen that there might be stuff that you wouldn't follow, but I, I don't think it would take too long to catch on. It sure would be fun yeah. trying though. <laughs> I'm, huh. It's it's like um, Rafi, what you said about Seinfeld. If you could find that Seinfeld episode that you've never seen before, or being able to see it all for the first time, it's kind of like oh, it'd be cool to be able to hear all this all over again <laughs> for the first time. Yeah, the closest I get with Seinfeld or with Allison's show is I go back a few years and I listen to an episode and I still remember it, but you do forget a lot of it. So it's like hearing a new episode or seeing a new episode. Um, another thing about this show, um, she, she mentioned Patreon. Do you guys know what that is? Not until uh, yeah. she explained it, but no. Uh, yeah, I've heard of it before. It's like um, it's a funding campaign type thing, right? Right. So the only place I've seen it is on YouTube. Is like these YouTube stars will like for every you know if you like donate a dollar a month or a week or whatever it is. Or no, actually, I think it's like every time they post a video, you make a donation. And I don't know how she would do that. Um, I mean, I'm all for Allison making more money, and especially because I feel like I don't support her enough. Um, I don't contribute to the PayPal thing. I probably should because if she did start charging for the show, I would start paying for it. But um, I don't know if casual fans would do that. So I don't know how this Patreon thing is going to work. But if it's extra content, I would gladly pay for it. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a great idea. And I would. Definitely. I would too. I And I, at first I was like, oh, it would be nice, you know, if we donated, then or became part of some sort of membership for the year, then you get a free shirt or something. But then coming up with this idea, like she said, she doesn't just schlep anything around and going to the post office and extra content. Right. Is or, great. or if she did like a bonus episode on Saturdays and, and, and had it available for Patreon or something, that would be, I, I'd be down with that. Yeah. <clears throat> um, the last, oh, there's actually two more things I want to say about this. Um, throughout the show, there were a lot of shots taken at her situation being fired uh, at the Adam Carolla show. So I think the first one was she was talking about uh, that there needs to be like the nanny theme song, um, (laughs) which I used to watch that show as a kid because it was in syndication and I would watch anything because we didn't have cable. So I don't remember the song, but I do remember it told her story. um, And Allison kind of improvised like a little song and she said, oh, and then she was the sidekick on a show. Then she got fired. Then uh, the new crew came along. Then they left. Then new people 
people came and they liked them more. And I thought that was a nice little shot at the old crew. Yep. Uh, and just throughout the show, she was taking shots. Like when Daniel said, it's nice to be laid off in person. And she just let out a big laugh. <laughs> that was great. I love that. You know, I, I had this down too as something I want to talk about because, here, uh, well, here comes old man Morgan again. When you're when you were a kid in the 70s, I, I used to hear, you know, I now I hear from people my age is like, you know, it's sad these days that kids, uh, they just sit in front of their computers. They don't go outside. They don't like we did. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, because our entertainment sucked. You know, we, all we had was TV and, and what we have Gilligan's Island, the Brady Bunch. Uh, and and all those shows kind of explained up front what what the whole premise was all about. So you know, in thirty seconds, you knew that you know the this crew went out to sea on a three hour tour and they got shipwrecked and now they're stuck. <laughs> and, and, or you know, then there's this woman who had these three kids who married this boy, a guy who had three more kids, and who, no one knows what happened to their other uh, <laughs> their real parents, their but they spouses. got together. Yeah, and uh, but they got together, and now this is the story. Okay, thank you. The end. But you know, hopefully, sucks. hopefully, Trap Dog can come up with a quick yes. little thirty-second jingle for oh, that, the show. That would be he's awesome. A magician. I think it would be funny if he was able to do a little story, a backstory on each person, really quick, and then like put it all together, kind of like the Brady Bunch, almost like here's a story and just kind of lay it all out of Allison's story and then a little snippet of each person. I think that would be really, really funny. I was born too soon. I'd love to be a kid now. <laughs> <laughs> The digital age was made for me. Too bad I'm not young enough to enjoy it. <laughs> I know. Instead of having to look at nipples through like static on a TV. I, I swear, if I was 14 years old and had a limitless porn, you'd never. I'd never leave the room. I, I'd never leave the house. I'd never go to school. <laughs> like, well, everything is laid out that way. You don't have to leave to go grocery shopping to go. To any store to go clothing shopping for porn, everything can just be directly delivered to your house or your bedroom. You're set. Yeah, yeah, you can get your everything. Oh, I would have been dangerous. <laughs> I'd probably be 800 pounds in my bed yes. with a laptop. <laughs> <laughs> with maybe a couple of hidden ones that you couldn't find. <laughs> Stuck in the folds of my fat. <laughs> You wash yourself uh, with a rag on a stick. Yes, like 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 do elephants at the circus. Oh my, <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh do either of you have you know Ray, do you have anything else Allison related? Uh that's uh, about it. Um I just find it ironic that uh Jenna calls herself old bones Jones and she's like what, twenty nine? No. Oh my god. Oh, if I, I wish my bones were that old. And you know, she said to Greg, you know, because Greg mentioned, you know, just wait until it actually hurts to get out of bed. She said, Well, have a kid and then tell me what you know, whatever. But yeah, having a kid does break you and I had two in two years and it broke me, but being forty, oh come on. It's way worse than being, you know, thirty <laughs> getting out of bed. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Wait till you get past fifty. Oh woof. No. There's there's the time warp continuum. I feel like I turned forty like two years ago. No, it was fourteen years ago. That's so weird. And That's crazy. Time I know. speeds up so fast that I, I feel I'm I'm afraid I'm gonna be like seventy next week. <laughs> yeah. I know and I still feel like I'm thirty. Like thirty to me seems old. 
and I am not 30 anymore. You know, it's still, I still feel like I'm that age. I got stuck somehow. I, I can't believe Al is 30. He seems like, like he could be my dad. Oh yeah. He's <laughs> way more mature than any of us. He was probably that way at age 10, you know, getting in his Eagle Scout. Well, well, we've we've wrapped pretty long here. Are we going to get to JMOs or we yes. want to? Let's do that. Okay. Rafi, did you have anything else? Or are you good? Uh, the only thing, the other thing I had written down was pretty much just for me and you, Lisa, is how she was talking about uh, the adopted pets and how they could change their names and how she's like, you know, someone could adopt little Allison Rosen. And I was thinking of little Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> yes. The, the rooster. <laughs> yes. Little Yeti. You know, I think, yeah. that, I think they should name each dog because she says, oh, what if they don't get adopted and they get killed? I think them having a name would get them adopted out much quicker. Well, it would be sad, though, if it's like, if they're like, oh, little Jeff died the other day. That would <laughs> had to be put down because no one adopted him. That'd be sad. And I think they're cute already. Like, what was today's dog's name? It was, um, it was something cute. It was something I don't cute. remember what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was. But yeah, oh, like little year. Or... Yeah, it was something like that. I think it was, yeah, maybe. Let's uh, let's do some JMO jabber. It's JMO jabber. JMO jabber, yeah. All right, how about Ray? What do you what do you have for us? Um, let's see. I've I've got a bunch down here. Um, um, you know, Des uh, had a thing on the Tiffany episode about uh, eating chips in public being embarrassing. Um, and Allison came back, uh, uh, well, uh, Tiffany said, well, well, yeah, I don't eat watermelon in public. And like, <laughs> um, oh yeah, I guess that's a stereotype, isn't it? I, I didn't even think of it. If I saw a black person eating watermelon, I wouldn't think nothing of it, but I guess that's the old tiny stereotype of the, the black guy eating watermelon or something. And I'm like, wow. And then Allison says, that would be like me chasing a nickel. Yeah. <laughs> 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 That was hilarious. Yeah, it's funny because. But I, 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 yeah, but I don't have a problem eating chips in public if they make a noise. That's what chips do. <laughs> yeah, I don't either. In in public, I don't. But at home, if I'm about to, if we're gonna have some chips with lunch or something, I have to turn on some music. I don't want to hear my crunching, and I don't want to hear everybody else's crunching. It's too, it's too quiet. But if we're out having lunch, I never think about it. I, I crunch away. Fuck it. I, I know Brienne has a thing about noise and oh, mouth yes. noise. It's like yes. That. You know, I I know her and I have talked about that also being in a family where you're sitting and eating and I always put music on at home. But growing up, I remember just being so pissed off at my sister's chewing or my brother's breathing or whatever it was where it's just like, oh, stop. But being in public, <laughs> thinking about it, I and I always think I'm doing nothing wrong. But then when I hear other people's problems with people, I think, oh, my gosh, I must be offending so many people without even knowing it. And I, yeah, I guess I just don't care. But it, it is funny that she has that feeling about eating watermelon. It's it's sad that she can't enjoy something that she likes because she might feel insecure. I know that my, okay, my cousin is, is black and I swear every single time, no matter how she's eating watermelon, a watermelon, but she always makes a joke about it. She's like, oh, look at me, I'm eating watermelon again. But she doesn't care. She just goes for it. She's, I swear, it's like barbecue, watermelon, and fried chicken, always. But well, I mean, haven't, haven't we moved past that? Yes. At this point? I, I mean, this even, is like a hundred yes. years ago stereotype. I never would have even thought of it. Like, she answered the door with like a, the hugest piece of watermelon. I didn't even think about it, but she was like, oh, look at me, I'm eating watermelon. Like, oh, okay. Like you said, I, I don't even think that way, that if there are people still out there thinking that way i don't know it's just weird 
Yeah, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Rafi, what do you have? Um, okay, so I'm going to make a confession as well. JMOs are not my favorite part of the show. They're a part that I really don't care for. But <laughs> that's not because I don't... So the, the problem with the JMO section to me is because she has to do it every show, she has to pick something. So I think sometimes they're not quality JMOs. And so, for instance, she, she uh, read one, I think, on the Thursday show. And it was like, oh, I'm not used to the order of, of the new order where they do the plugs, then JMOs. I'm like, that's not a fucking JMO. That's just a fucking complaint or like a weird thing about the show. These are trash JMOs. But I did pick one because... <laughs> so, I agree. So the... There's a lot of observations instead of JMOs that, you know, there, there there's a line. And I think that on Sorry Not Sorry, the It Makes Me Crazy win or the Today's win, that kind of, a lot of them fit more into that category. But so do you have a good example of one or are you just going to read one? <laughs> well, so here's what happens. So good JMOs spark conversation. Now, I feel like lately we've had a lot of trash JMOs, but they lead to good conversations. So the one that I picked was from Monday. Joe says, sometimes I pick things off the menu that I can't pronounce so that I can be surprised by what it is when it arrives. Not really a JMO I relate to, but the fact that it led to Tiffany's stories of eating rat meat when she was in Japan, <laughs> that is great. Yes. So I would never eat rat, but I have eaten rabbit. I've eaten um, uh, what are they, bull testicles. No, what do they call? Rocky Mountain Oysters. Rocky Mountain. I've had Rocky Mountain Oysters. Um, have you guys eaten anything weird? Have you eaten cabeza, Raphael? Uh, no. <laughs> no, Maybe my that's... mom... She eats crazy uh, shit because she's she's a Mexican lady from the mountains. So they eat like chicken gizzard. They'll eat cow tongue. I don't think she's ever had brain or like an eyeball or anything. But the, chicken the, gizzards is ugh. the the, uh, the the lunch trucks around here will serve uh, cabeza tacos. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, you mean like the cheek meat? Uh, no, it's it's brains. It's brains. Oh no, no, I've never had that. Oh, I've had tripe. That's a good one. And also, um, I I just ate goat the other day for like the oh, third time. I did not like that when I had it. Uh, the the Mexican dudes I work with love goat. It's yeah. like their favorite meat. Yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, I, I'm willing to try it. I I never have. Maybe my palate's not that discerning because you can. I mean, once it has like you know some some sauce on there, like you can't even tell. I think the goat I had was just not. I don't know. It was dry. It was at a Mexican birthday party or a Mexican wedding or something. And I remember they were like, "Oh yeah, did you like the meat?" And I thought, "Oh, it was okay." And they said it was goat. And I thought, "Yeah, I noticed there's something weird with it. <laughs> yeah, this beef's gone south or something." Yes. The <laughs> first like... time, the first time I went to a, a supermarket in Los Angeles, I. Uh, I went to the meat section. I fucking almost screamed because they had like skinned goat heads in, in the, next to the steaks. I'm like, what the fuck? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it is pretty scary. It, yeah, yeah, like what? What? And tongues. I'm like, hey, my, I, they don't have this shit in Boston, man. This is crazy. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I would want to have taste buds on my taste buds and then chew through it. I, I think my my wife said. She when she was a kid, she'd go to the grocery and like kind of like pat the tongue. It was kind yes. of like a fish thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, our grocery store used to have like chicken feet and stuff like that. And when I was vegetarian, I would go and deface all that stuff. So you know, because I was a real rebel. <laughs> 
<laughs> what, what what would you do? You cut all the packages of the meat open. Oh, okay. I thought you were like like a pita, like pouring paint on it, like it was blood or whatever. And all the Mexicans were like, "What is she doing?" Yeah, like what the fuck? <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, um, I have one from from Ray, from one Ray Morgan. Uh, I've I heard hear... of him. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you've heard of him. Yeah, he's pretty cool. Uh, when I hear someone's full name that is synonymous for penis twice, I still giggle like a 10-year-old. Hashtag Dick Johnson, hashtag Peter Wang. <laughs> um, yes, I totally do. My friend Brittany, her husband's name is Richard Johnson, and he goes by the name Buck, but his name is Dick Johnson. So I'm. it's probably good that he changed his name. I'm assuming he doesn't go by Dick. No. Oh, no. I I wonder when he changed over. I'd like to know. But no, I knew a hairy wiener. (laughs) No way. uh, Yes. And it was this old man that lived (laughs) next door to uh, my stepsister. So the wieners lived next door and the dad's name was Harry. And I thought, just just be Harold. You know, I I don't know why Harry. Why Harry Wiener? But and then my friend dated this guy. His name was Kevin Beaver. And his brother's name (laughs) was Oliver Beaver. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> it's like that's a great name, Oliver Beaver. <laughs> Much better than Oliver Snatch, I'd, I'd say. So some um, parents have to be some parents have to be doing this on purpose, right? With Oliver Beaver. And I, when I first when I first read this JMO, um, when you tweeted it, I the first thing I thought of was Dick Butkus. That you had to make a choice at some point. He could have been Richard, yes. but you choose Dick for a reason. Or Dick Trickle. Like now, Dick Trickle. Oh, Dick Trickle. Yes, of course. I would like to uh, to say to my Asian friends. When you come to this country, change your last name if it happens to be Wang, because yeah. that means penis. It means nothing else here. Yeah. Why are Wang. you trying to erase their culture, Ray? <laughs> well, listen, if I moved to China and I found out Morgan meant testicles, I would change it <laughs> happily. Oh, Ray Schlong just moved in down the street. Cool. <laughs> But I, I did, to my point, there is a, a local real estate agent who posts signs all over the place. House for sale. Contact Scarlett Wang. Oh, no. Oh, my God. That's never not funny. I can be in the worst mood, but if I see Scarlett Wang selling a house, I always have to laugh. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to touch a Scarlett Wang. Oh, oh Miss Red Dick is selling a house again. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, um... How do you guys feel about that? You feel pretty good? We went pretty long on that one. Speaking of wangs. You know what? Can I talk about one more thing that's Elson related, not to do with these shows? I know we're going very long. Um, um, What was I going to say? Oh, If you guys are fans of Allison Rosen's, which I know you are, she has already announced it, but she's going to be one of the guests at the Los Angeles Podcast Festival this September. She's not going to Bumbershoot this year. She's going to be in California. So plan accordingly because I will be there and I would love to meet any fans of hers. Um, Ray, hopefully you can make it if uh, if Lisa can make it. Um, Who else is going? Uh, I'm sure Megan will be there. I will be there. We we gotta we gotta make these uh, friendships uh, turn into real life. So, I agree. how did you get this inside dope, Raphael? 
she tweeted about it, and it's also on the LA Podcast uh, Festival's website, lapodfest.com, I think. And it has all the confirmed guests so far. Um, Aisha Tyler's going to be there. It's a three-day festival. I don't know if Allison's doing all three days. I'm going to have to like tweet at her and ask her, because if it's just one day, I mean, I will probably still will go to all three. Because yeah. there's a Simpsons podcast that I love that is going to be there, too. So I'm going to some other shows, but I would love to meet fans there. And this is as close awesome. to an Allison con as we're going to get. Yes. No so kidding. Come we can even dress out. up. <laughs> you know, oh, I saw that Paul Gilmartin was going again, and I thought, oh, maybe I'll try and go this time. I didn't realize Allison was. So as long as it's not September 26th, I'm totally in. Oh, man. I think it's like... <laughs> I think it's around then. Cool. Guess what? For your birthday, for your 40th, (laughs) guess where we're going? (laughs) Oh, it's 23 to 25. Of course it is. Well, uh, maybe we can celebrate it the week after. I'll have to find something really cool. He would probably go to it for me. I know we were going to go last year. And the reason why I didn't was for a whole bunch of other reasons. But I know that Colonel Jeff was there and I'm bummed. And I mainly wanted to go see Greg Fitzsimmons. And I'm glad I didn't go because I wouldn't have even seen him at the time I was able to go. So... This year, everybody should go. Um, I just want to say thank you all to, to you guys. I'm so glad you guys were here on this episode to announce the name of the new show. And, and I know we went a little long, but it's hard when you're talking about Allison. There's so much to talk about. And uh, what? No, no, go ahead. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> um, I, and thank you for being patient with all of this, with the new name and the new everything. I know there's some glitches with some website stuff and whatever, but... As long as we're all still talking, that's the most important thing. And everybody should go to AllisonRosen.com and support her show in some way or every way possible. Doing the PayPal thing is super easy. I signed up, I think, a year or two ago. And it just automatically comes out every month. And it's not a lot of money, but it's something at least to do something for her show. And then finally buying the shirt and supporting all of her um, her sponsors. That's super important because then she can get even more. Um, if you are interested in being a part of this show, which is super fun, we can talk about schlongs all day long, uh, email, <laughs> email me at bffancast at gmail.com. We have a new website, which doesn't have much to offer yet, but it, it is bffancast.com. Follow the shit. Oh my God. What's the shit? Follow the show uh-huh. on Twitter. Follow the show on Twitter at bffancast. Follow me on Twitter at jmos and bffs. And Ray, where can we find you? Oh, I'm Ray Morgan, III on Twitter. I didn't know there was a website. There's a BFF website? I just I just published it recently. So Oh, oh wow. I have to check it out. Yeah, it's it's got your f- famous logo on there and then you Oh jeez. Okay. Email me through there. <laughs> it's awesome. I need to get your name on there somewhere somehow. Uh, Rafi, do you want us to find you? At RMC Guitars. All right. Uh, you won't be disappointed. Dis- oh my god. You, you won't be, be- don't even me. follow me. Yes. <laughs> Why bother? Dare you. Dare you to follow him. <laughs> uh, well, this was super fun. Thank you guys for being here. And thanks to everyone who listens. Thank you and good night. Everything's gonna be all right. Everything's gonna <laughs> okay, sorry, be all right. Sorry, not sorry.